In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. And Ty is blinking obnoxiously. Obno- Fast blinking. Is that your flutter eyes? Mm-hmm. Remember when our friends... with the camera. <laughs> hey, boo. You look like you're having a seizure. Maybe I am. I could be. Clearly you're not. I've seen you have one. And you thought I never had seizures. And one in five years, I think. I mean, I'm shocked. I used to have them pretty, pretty frequent, frequently. It's because you're married. That's why. It's like we gotta simmer down on the seas. Mm-hmm. What up? Your, your seizures are like they're happy. Like, man, are they? Man, are they though? That sexy black man that she lays next to every once in a blue moon. Because you never go to sleep. Nope. You sp- humans spin. Like, what is it, a quarter of their life sleeping or something like that? Eight hours out of 24 hours, babe. That's more than, like, a quarter. Yeah, but some people don't sleep eight hours. Some people sleep less. Some people sleep more. The national average is eight. Hi, my name's Katie, and I'm obnoxious. Hi, my name is Sweet Pea, and she's being evil. Why are you Sweet Pea now? Because I can be, because I'm a Sweet Pea. All right, so we went to a tournament last weekend... And what? It was great. You won. I did. You but won first place. Fucking feel like okay. It, so. No, we're not getting into that on the podcast because that's a, that's a rant. That's going to be a rant. Anyway, uh, we went to a 15k tournament and Ty won first place, and I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him and his ter- uh, his partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can say Dixel Picks because nobody knows who that is. Yeah. So Dixel Picks, y'all, awesome. And I'm super happy that y'all are playing. In yeah, the... we technically only lost one game. One game, and I was there to witness it. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a good like tournament, and I'm so proud of him. So that's that's all that matters. There's drama on the background, but we're not going to get into major drama. Well, we're not going to get into that because it's bullshit. And if you're listening to this, you know it's bullshit. You know who I'm talking to. I doubt he listens. Yeah, even though he was fucking on our podcast. Yeah, I doubt he listens though. I mean, he might. I don't know. He's never told me, so I don't think so. Anyway, so I'm super proud. He did a really great job. Made all the cups. Did his shit. Airballed a lot. Oh, my God, that game. <laughs> so there's there's a game that everybody, like, because we weren't supposed to play on Sunday, but Ty had to come and finish the games out. And it was just a struggle for everybody. Like, everybody like just... we were all, it was, like, barely woken up. Ugh. We hadn't even started drinking yet. I barely was able to get, like, a couple of shots in because the bartender was, like, late. And so they were like, all right, we got to start. I'm like, fuck. And it was just, like... He's not drunk, Tyler Pong player, but, like... Twilight? On my level, on my level Pong player, Tyler is, like... Legit, you know, like, like he barely misses. I He's... barely miss. I make a lot of cups. I don't airball ever, really ever. ever. But sober fucking Tyler is like it's like a drunk baby. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what to do I with their hands. Like the front of the rack, I was airballing a lot. So one of our was... buddies made a comment. Uh, you don't even know. Okay, so so it was funny. It's <laughs> they were saying it's like watching Helen Keller. Oh, who... I was thinking about the other one. Uh, on the like because we they were live streaming it which was hilarious and if you know who Helen Keller is Helen Keller was a deaf mute 
a deaf mute blind girl yeah. like, and so they were just commenting about how oh my god it's almost like watching helen like keller helen, play beer pong yeah, helen keller edition of beer pong it was so bad but and then somebody else commented at least she understood what water was <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. My buddy yesterday, he made a comment because I did another post. And he was like, you don't even deserve to win after the 69 air balls that, <laughs> that everybody witnessed. I like that the number that he chose was yeah, 69. 69. My favorite number. Uh, it was, yeah, was it was funny. It was awesome. Um, I mean, had some fun games, but that, that Sunday was pretty rough. But we ended up winning. Oh, and you got kicked so. out because you poked a guy in the face. <laughs> Twice, actually. Uh, I don't let yeah. people disrespect my partners or me, and he did it. Well, he's, well he was cheating. He, he was so cheating. He kicked the table. You're not supposed to do that. Like, that's illegal to kick Did the he table. do it intentionally or was it an accident? He said he did it on accident. But okay, well, whatever. two or three of the people that said he did it during their games, too. Oh. More than once. So that's why I got pissed off at him. If okay. it was just a one-time thing, I wouldn't have said shit. Because, like... like uh, our friend T, if you're listening to this, yeah, she mentioned it was really scary because she's never seen you that upset. And I was like, she was like, I wish you were here. And I'm like, what am I going to fucking do? <laughs> like, <laughs> and so you got kicked out. And then, like, I called you and you're like, yo, it's really bad. And I'm like, oh, God, did you kill somebody? <laughs> Almost, but I was just like fuck. But at least you guys kind of made up the next day, and it was yeah, like he, it was amicable. Like, but the thing is, if don't cheat. If you're playing in a tournament, don't fucking cheat because like he literally kicked it like a half a second after the ball went into the cup. So he almost miss made you miss. He, he so if that miss. happened, you would have had a well, re- he would have pulled a cup. He would have had a pull. Yeah, he would have. Anyway, so that was the tournament. He did win first place, which is awesome. There's disappointment in that, but anyway, if you are friends with us, you can see his number one picture with the puppy. Um, sorry, Dixel pics. Uh, I didn't have a picture of you. I wish. I wish I had both of you guys. I should have taken a picture on that day. Yeah, we we're rushing. I, you know, yeah, we had so much that. to do on Sunday, but um, anyway, so we're here and. Yes, we are drinking wine. I am drinking the lovely red blend of Hot to Trot. Hot to Trot. Hot. Hot. Um, hot also, trot. I love Ty's mom because I'm learning French and I wanted to know the phrase hose before bros. And bros before hose? No, hose before bros oh, because okay. girls need to stick together because men suck. Um, Same for women. Everybody sucks. People, humans suck. Anyway, so I posted the phrase hoes before bros. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to fuck it up. But his mom said, ooh, it's wicked. And I was like, merci beaucoup. It's wicked? <laughs> like it was a dirty comment because hoes uh, before bros. Yeah. And she, she understood. And I I'm like. did not get that at all. I was like, wicked, what? what like happened? it's, uh, what is it? C'est marchant? I don't know. I'm not French. Anyway, so let's get into the... Taters and meat. There we go. All right. We watched the movie Platform. The Platform, which is on Netflix. If you have not watched it, watch it because it's actually very, very good. And this is the second time we've actually watched it. And I have a lot to say about it. Um, Cannibalism. Very true. I mean, you have to do what you have to do to survive. But do you want to read the synopsis? No, no, you read it. You have, like, zero jobs here, babe. Like, fucking figure it out. Well, you asked me, but that's not a smart question, because I always read it. You call me dumb bitch? No, I said it's not a smart question. 
Uh, the platform came out in 2019. Thriller, sci-fi. I don't. What? How is it sci-fi? How is it thriller? The the platform. platform Fucking thing goes up and down with like nothing attached to it. That is very interesting. How is that happening? Um, and then thriller because people murdered. Yeah, people are getting like brutally hacked. And then cannibalism and all the other stuff. And then the dude got Yummy. shit on. That's that was disgusting. That was very disgusting. Ooh, he was like almost there. He yeah, was right. almost there, and that girl fucking shit on his face. Mm-hmm. I would have fucking pulled her ass down. Pull like pull her pull down, down and like go. Thirty-three <laughs> feet. G- th- floors, not feet. Or yeah, floors, floors, floors. floors. Fours. Fours. Um, so we got a seven out of ten on I am date Bizzle. Wait, what? How many? Seven out of ten. Only. Can you listen, please. Only. We mean only. That's high. Seventy percent. And we got. That's a 70... C minus. Interrupt me one more time. Okay. Wait. I wish. I uh, yeah. With that long fucking clown tongue. You no, know, show them your tongue again, guys. His little baby tongue. That's as far as it goes. If you are not on Patreon, go on Patreon just to join to see his baby fucking tongue. I have a very small tongue. I don't know how that happened. Um, so we have a 79% on rotten potatoes. I think maybe my tongue was like amputated a little bit when I was younger. Maybe I like... Lick something as a kid that I wasn't maybe supposed you, to or something. Maybe you bit it off. And I, or I bit it off and they just had to like make it look normal. You have a kiss tongue. You can, you're touching the mic. It's gross. I did touch the mic. Uh, let's see. Oh, for y'all wondering, no, she does not use it. Bitch! <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, they might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, synopsis. Penis, peni. And my nose itches. In a prison where inmates are fed on the descending platform. Oh, I thought they were talking about eating each other. Uh, I was like, geez, they just did not hesitate. Like the woman with the sushi, but they accidentally eat the woman instead of just the sushi. Yeah. No sushi, just the woman. The woman is... They just, like, wipe off the sushi and they just eat her. It's like, oh, oh, oh. Those on the upper levels take more than their fair share, while those below are left to starve on scraps. And one man decides to change the system. Eat your last meal, babe. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah, that's it. It's pretty short and simple, you know what I mean? I didn't know how to respond to that. It doesn't say, like, actors or anything. or Oh, wait. It's down here. See, this is a... For- Actually, it's an... Foreign film. I cannot pronounce that. Oh, God, no. I was not expecting you to pronounce anybody's names. Trimagasi. I mean, that's a pretty cool... Tamagotchi? Trimagasi. That's the old dude. Oh, I like him. Obviously. And then... uh, I I can't pronounce any of these fucking names. But they they all look, like, different, you know? Ivan Masagu. Alexandra Masange. Zoran... Aguilar, Antonia San Juan. But how do they all speak the same language? Because they're like, from the same country, babe. Because this. Wow. 
people are born in the same country. They can speak the same language. Like people from Spain can speak Spanish. People from France speak French. Well, yeah, because they're French. I, I don't understand your your problem with this. There's there. It's like diverse. How do they all speak the same language? I mean, they obviously speak it fluently because they made a movie, so... Okay, so it is a dubbed movie, but it's not bad. I'm pretty sure, like, maybe they all didn't... Because that one chick, the mom, she doesn't even say anything, but she's... Because she's from Vietnamese, the, or Vietnam, so she's she... she's understanding what the guy is saying. No, she saying. doesn't. Yeah, she does. She She's like, oh, uh... Okay, anyway, so the premise of the movie is... There's a guy who voluntarily goes into this prison, the prison, basically. like a prison, but the prison consists of floors. They're different rankings. So it goes from zero to 333, but you don't find out that it's 333 floors until the end. That's not a big. Because his guess was 250. 50, and it right. Was way more. Than because that. he was trying to do the math about how fast, like how long it takes because I think the platform sits on each floor a for uh, one minute, mm-hmm. and then it goes down to the next floor. And the platform has food on it, and the prisoners eat that food, and that's the only time they get fed. So, so once a day. Obviously, if you watch the movie, you know why I said that. Obviously, the the ones that are higher up get the food, and the people who are lower down don't get food. So they're resorting to cannibalism. But you... Technically, find out later on in the movie that they're actually putting enough food on this platform for everybody to eat. The thing is, is that human nature, they take too much of their share. All for me, none for you. Yeah, all for me, none for you because I'm higher up. I'm better than you. So people that, I think by the time it got down to what, the 50th floor or the 60th? They were out. They were out of food. They were already out of food. Like 78 or something. It was like. They had like 200 plus more levels to go. So. It was pretty bad. That that sucks. And that, that actually brings up a really good case because it's human nature to be like, I need to preserve myself and feed myself and I need to focus inward. Where there is a, and it's very sociological study on stuff like that. People like how they interact with people. And I brought up the fact, I talked to Ty about this and then I told myself I need to research this and bring it up. Um it's called the Stanford Prison Experiment, and this is very, very similar to this movie. Mm-hmm. It's terrible, but it's it's still great. So I'm going to read over this, and we can comment as we go. Um, Stanford Prison Experiment, a soci- social psychology study in which college students became prisoners or guards in a simulated prison experiment or environment. The experiment funded by the U.S. Office of Naval Research. Why would the Navy need to know this? Uh, took place at Stanford University in August 1971. So this is in 1970s. It was intended to measure the effect of role-playing, labeling, and social expectations on behavior over a period of two weeks. Keep that in mind, two weeks. However, mistreatment of prisoners escalated so alarmingly that principal investigator Philip G. Zimbrato terminated the experiment only after six days. So. Oh, wow. Two weeks is 14 days. Six days is not even like a full week. Like that's crazy. Okay. So we're going to get into that really quick because it's very similar to this because people mistreat people so quickly, like depending on your level. So they level people in this movie and it's like, oh, I'm number six. I get all the food. 
and I can eat that and blah blah blah. Like no, that's and shitty. The way they did, well, what they did to this food was like gross. They would throw up on it. They would step on it. Yeah, it's just so disgusting. On it, they would shit on it. Because it doesn't matter what the lower levels get, just as long as you got the prime food. Yeah, it was so bad. Okay, so we're going to get into this really quick. Uh, More than 70 young men responded to an advert. What is it? Advertisement. Like, say it weird in England, and I'm trying to remember. Adversement? Advertisement. Advertisement. That's what they say. Or advertisement? Advertisement. Uh, about a psychological study of prison life and experimenters uh, experimenters selected 24 applicants who were judged to be physically and mentally healthy the paid subjects received $15 a day but it's wow. 1970s so that's a lot more money than now because inflation sucks $15 a day that's fucking yeah. terrible no one could survive off that no but it's $15 a day and these are students like they're young um, okay, so we're divided randomly into equal number of guards and prisoners. Guards were ordered to not physically abuse prisoners and were issued issued mirrored sunglasses that prevented any eye contact. Prisoners were ar- arrested uh, by actual police and handed over. So the police were in on this. They pretended to arrest them and hand them over to the guards. So uh, actual police handed over handed over to the experimenters in a mock prison in the basement of a campus building. Prisoners were then subjected to indignities that were intended to stimulate, simulate, sorry, not stimulate, simulate the environment of a real life prison in keeping the Zimbarado's intentions to create a very quickly an atmosphere of oppression. Each prisoner was made to wear a dress as a uniform. That's weird. Okay. I I was pausing and I was hoping you'd say something. All right. Um, And to carry a chain padlock around one ankle. All participants were observed and videotaped by the experimenters. On only the second day, day two, the prisoners staged a rebellion. Because it was that bad. Guards then worked out a system of rewards and punishments to manage the prisoners. Within the first four days, three prisoners had become so traumatized that they were they were released. <laughs> the hell were these Fuck. Like, doing? I don't know. I don't think they're all college students. There are 24 applicants, 70 young men. So it could have been like college students. But within the first four days, three prisoners had become like I'm rereading it. They had become so traumatized by this simulation that they were released. Um, Over the course of the experience, some of the guards became cruel, tyrannical, while a number of the prisoners became depressed and disoriented. However, only after an outside observer came upon the scene and registered shock did Zimbardo, Zimbardo conclude the experiment less than a week after it had started. He, He Cut it off. Okay. So the Stanford prison experiment immediately came under attack on methodological. There you go. That's a hard word. That's a long fucking word. I knew you could. I I believed in you. Okay. I'm not going to try it again. I was going to do it again and I thought I could do it. I didn't. I'm sorry. An ethical grounds. Zimbardo admitted that during the experiment, he had sometimes felt more like a prison superintendent than a research psychologist later on he claimed that the experiments social forces and environmental contingencies had led the guards to behave badly however others claimed that the original 
advertisement attracted people who were predisposed to authoritarianism. I said it right. You did. Okay. Uh, no, stop. Can you turn your phone off, please? You just swiped up. You didn't stop it. Okay. So, what? where was I? Okay. The most conspicuous challenge to the Stanford findings came decades later in the form of a BBC prison study, a differently organized... <laughs> You're thinking big black chick. No, I'm not thinking that. What were you thinking? We go about this every single Big black time. dick. No. Big black clock. There you go. Jesus. Every time you hear BBC is big black cock, babe. Not I just think of the British Broadcasting Kid, Corporation. Not British Broadcasting Corporation. <laughs> All right. That. A differently organized experiment documented in a British Broadcasting Corporation. There you go. <laughs> BBC. <laughs> BBC. <laughs> A series called The Experiment in 2002. I want to watch that. The BBC's mock prisoners turned out to be more assertive than Zimbardo's. The British experimenters called the Stanford Experiment a study of which happens when a powerful authority, Zimbardo, imposes tyranny. Last paragraph, guys, and then we can move on with our lives. Okay. The Stanford prison experiment became widely known outside academia. It was the acknowledgement inspiration of Das Experiment uh, in 2001, a German movie that... I said that very German-like. I did. Hmm. I, was pretty, I was pretty impressed. A German movie that was remade in the United States as the direct to video film The Experiment in 2010. The Stanford prison experiment in 2015 was created with Zimbardo's Active participation. The dramatic film more closely followed actual events. Okay, so the reason why I read that was because I felt like that experiment that happened in 1971 very closely resembles what's kind of happening in the movie The Platform. Okay, because people, if you are higher up on the levels, you feel like you have more power than you actually do. Even though you're still a prisoner, if you're a number one through ten, you're just like, I'm the bitch suck my dick, I'm going to shit on all the food, like, kind mm. of thing. And that's kind of what happens when uh, the main character, the woman is trying to create an atmosphere where everybody gets fed. But the people below her are like, fuck you, I haven't eaten in days. Like, I was in 171. Like, And so she's like, just if you eat what's on the plate, then do it. And the guy walks up after, like, day three or four, and he's like, yo, if you don't do this. It's like day 15. Okay, whatever. Whatever day it was, he walks up and he's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to shit on all the food and nothing will be edible. Like, you can either eat my shit or do what she says. And they finally follow and they're like, okay, is that good? Like, okay, I want to eat. So it... Yeah, for that month, but then once he went somewhere else, it completely changed. So it's a really good movie. Definitely watch it. Yes, it is dubbed, but it's not noticeable. I didn't really notice it. I mean, if you look at their lips, you can notice it. But, I mean, it's not like it's crazy or anything. You can watch it on Netflix. It's definitely worth a watch. It's I, it's not scary. They, I don't I don't know why it was called a thriller. It's not really that scary. It's, it's not scary at all. But, like, there is cannibalism. There's, there is a lot of death. There's a lot of death. Like it, movie death. Movie death, not, not like people jumping and shit. Yeah, but there is it's quite a bit it's not for the uh what is it faint it's, of heart mm, there you go That's what i can read your minds uh it's n- definitely not for the faint of heart or kids so yeah children probably shouldn't watch i think <laughs> don't they show taters 
Yeah, I think they showed naked people. Uh, not I really. Think, I think taters are shown. Only that one girl that's with her boyfriend and they shit on that guy's face. They show her taters? Oh, no, no, no. When the girl, uh, the mom the has sex girl. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so there is taters that are shown. Twice. But this is, a, this is a good movie. I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to straight up give it a 10 because it's interesting. I would watch it again. Well, uh, I've seen it. I know I've already seen it, and this is the second yeah, time around. You were talking so much. You know what? Miss Wine McGee. I was trying to see if I can like get something that I missed. You did, there's not a lot to miss. Yeah, there is, because they're talking about a lot of like logical, you know, things in the movie or like why this experiment's going on and why they're trying to fix it and blah 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 blah. So it's just the human, it's technically a human experiment in a prison. Yeah, I get that. But I was trying to follow it along. I'm sorry, we can watch it again, whatever. But you need to shut your sexy pie hole over there. I will fight you. With your tongue? My long tongue because your tiny ass baby tongue can't do shit. Okay. Okay, there we go. What's your score? What's your score? What score? For the movie. What is a score? definition of a score are you gonna spell it too like score <laughs> what i hate you 10 are, is, is that a legit 10 or are you being a dick why am i being a dick i know you're frequently a dick i don't know i have one but i'm not one oh that's what you think okay so that's our that's our movie uh we are gonna go into our topic do you remember what our topic is um if the devil and God fought, who would win? Me. What? So you're the devil? <laughs> well, I, I, love, I love the jump. That's perfect. Love it. No, I'm the third party who like breaks them up and fights them both and kills them both. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Oh, you just fight both of them. And yep. get, so you're that powerful. And you can fight them both at the same time. And kill them both. My dick's bigger than all of theirs. Wow. <laughs> well, for one, they don't have those because they're angels. Angels don't have private parts. Have you not seen movies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just only think of Constantine and when, uh, what's her face? I love her. Uh, was Gabriel. Gabriel. But you don't know if it's a girl or a boy. And she was androgynous. I'm Swinson, gonna... Swinson, Tilda Swinson, Swanston. You Swinson. obviously know she's a girl in real life. I know, but she's very, I think she's pansexual. I can't remember. Anyway, so we're going to move on to our topic. Um, we're going to do, do you remember what the pop topic is? Fuck no. Peggy the doll. Chicken and grits and bacon grease. Sure. So this is for you, Peggy. With all due respect, we are going to talk to you. Please don't fuck with us. Okay, so I'm going to read the sites, and then I have to do a disclaimer. So sites are dreadcentral.com, History of Haunting podcast, so I listened to a podcast about this, but they had the same information I had, hdparanormal.com, and then mirror.co.uk. All right, so my disclaimer is, even just talking about and listening about Peggy the doll can cause nausea, migraines, accidents, etc. So if you're listening to in the car, maybe stop this and listen to music or something else because her effects can actually fuck you up. 
I was like, I was nervous about researching her because I didn't want to have a migraine because I hate migraines, but I didn't have a migraine, but I, because I think on the top of my notes, I said, with all due respect. And plus Peggy probably views you as equal, so. I mean, they're pretty cool, so I don't know. She's, she's my home. They're my home girl, boy, it, they, them. Are they your home? They're home girl. They, that, it, them. Okay. So let's just get into this. I find her fascinating. Them, they, fascinating. Whatever your gender... I'm going to say her, but I respect all genders, whatever spectrum you claim to be. I'm talking to Peggy. I'm pretty sure Peggy is... We'll, we'll find more out. Okay, so who is Peggy the doll? She is a three-foot doll, so she's three fucking feet. I'm, like, putting my hand next to me. With blonde hair and blue eyes. So she's one of those live dolls, you know, like, back in the 1950s, 60s, where they they... She has a bob, and uh, it's a typical child toy. That's what I put. Uh, she has a bob, and she has really blonde hair, but it's, like, cut short. So it's 1970s-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember back in the day when we were kids and they had, like, Barbie life? It was, like, a life-size Barbie. Barbie life? No. I don't think that's what it's called, but it's, like, a life-size Barbie who's, like, supposed to be the size of you, and it's, like, in your space. Sp- okay. Well, you were a boy, so. Exactly. Okay. So we're going to continue. So we're going to go into the history of Peggy the Doll. So Peggy the Doll has a long and storied paranormal history. It's said to be one of the most haunted and dangerous dolls in the world. There's not a lot of background on this, so just bear with me. It is believed that Peggy is possessed by a spirit of a woman born in 1946 in London's Holland Park who died of a chest-related condition, possibly an asthma attack. And then psychics have speculated that said woman could be of Jewish descent and may have ties to the Holocaust. So that's why she's so, let's say, aggressive. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Jane Harris, who technically at the time owned her, now Zach Baggins owns her. We'll learn more later. um, Runs a business called Haunted Dolls in Shrewsbury, Trollshire. Words. Um, which offers a range of spooky services, including mediumship and advice to all things occult. And you get to read number one. All things occult. All things occult. Occult. <clears throat> Got to get my reading voice on. Get us that, that Morgan Freeman sexiness. You say you want to do what to Morgan Freeman in a private bedroom? I see. I see it. You need to get that Morgan Freeman sexiness. Oh, I thought you said something else. I had nothing to do with a bedroom, dude. I thought you said you wanted to sex Morgan Freeman. I mean, I would. I would watch that. That freckly asshole. Like, I love him. He probably bleaches it. Uh, <laughs> Jane was sent Peggy by a previous owner who was convinced that convinced the doll was to blame for a series of terrifying nightmares. Is that it? Is there bullets? I think there's bullets. There's no bullets. Not on that one. You don't have okay. bullets really anywhere. I didn't have a lot to like go back and forth with this. Okay. So the previous owner said she'd wake feeling hot and shaken. Mm, she's Hi. a sexy dream. That's what she was doing. Get She it. was dreaming about like Ryan Reynolds or something. 
hey, 1946 before. <laughs> 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 I mean, everybody was dreaming about him back then. Everybody. <laughs> no matter where she moved the doll in her home, the nightmares persisted. So she apparently sought the help of a local priest in two visits later, and there was no change. In September, she became quite ill with fever and began suffering hallucinations. When she recovered, she saw no other option but to get rid of the doll as she was convinced it was the center of all that had been happening. So if you get a doll and it's starting to change your world, yeah, obviously it's a fucking doll. But when she got rid of the doll, did it stop? That's what I want to know. Sure. Because if it didn't, then... I'm sure it did because she gave it to Jane, who who was the proprietor of that. But, okay, so four different psychic mediums have... Red Peggy, all claiming she is restless, frustrated, same, and was persecuted in life, same. Um, not like you. If you lived through the Holocaust, I apologize. That sucks. Um, we have been advised by five psychic mediums on separate occasions that there is a male and a female around this doll. Read number two. So it's a schizophrenic. No, it probably has did. Huh. DID, uh, it's like, oh, fuck, dis- disassociative identity disorder. Oh. Fuck yeah! Fuck! I'm awesome! Y'all are you, trash! That took you 10 years. Oops. Um, the female gives her name as Peggy. The male never steps forward to communicate, but his energy is felt and described as dark and nasty. Mm. Hey! As, I puppy! I puppy! <laughs> Oh, the guy from Two Broke Girls, the like the the Puerto Rican, yeah, <laughs> who's fifty four, uh, whatever, yeah, fifty three. Um, as it is believed, wait, as it is believed that he is responsible for the string of negative experiences, people continue to report both privately and publicly across social media. So, just. Jane put a video on YouTube. Mel is the one who's the evil one. So Jane put a video on YouTube about Peggy the doll, and apparently anybody who viewed them, like 80, 80 people came back and be like, "Oh, she affected me hardcore," mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like I, I understand like things can happen. Respect, girl. I love you. You're my home girl, but. That's crazy. Like, they have so much power. I'm going to say they because I feel like since it's a male. Yeah. So they have so much power that they can affect people through fucking internet on a YouTube video that was posted in the past. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. You're not supposed to look in your eyes. Not supposed to look in any demonically eyeballs. I'm sorry about that. I was going to say demonic, but then I was going to say... Demononic? Yeah, I said demononic. (laughs) I love that. All right. So, like I said, there was not a lot of past about Peggy. There's, like, where she was derived, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's what I wanted, but I could not find shit on that. So, we're just going to go to stories and incidences with Peggy. One more time? Words. Incidences? Incidences. There you go. You did well. I'm drinking wine. Don't blame the wine. I'm blaming the wine. Don't you dare blame the wine. The wine. It did nothing to you. It does everything to me. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so we're going to go into stories and incidences. Hey, perfect. Okay, great. Okay. 
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm trying. All right. The wine we, is trying. Oh, my wine is trying. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, we may never know the exact identity of the entity inhabiting the doll, but her effects on their effects on people have been well documented. This is where you get to number three. Number trace. Twat. No, bud. Go lay down. Go lay down. Oh, we have an excited puppy. Go take a down. shot. Take a okay. shot. Take a shot. Tick, tick. Take a shot. Oh, also, we had surgery on our puppy, other puppy, Fifi. She is now, her leg is finally in surgical. Well, it's post-surgical. It's post-surgical. And now she's limping a lot and she's wearing a cone. She hates life. I mean, but, she can still put weight on it. But she did, like, freak out two days ago when I walked her. I don't know. What, she was just walking, at least walking slowly outside. And all of a sudden, she was just like, nope. Fuck this. Like, she lifted up her leg and did not want to put it back near the ground. So I thought she got, like, a sticker in it. Well, it was, was like, like, the day after. It. Yeah, it was the day after. And there was no sticker in there. And I was like, what the f- is going on? So I brought her inside. I laid her down. She did not want to put her foot on the couch. I was like, she did something. Well, then later that night, he went to work. And later that night, I took her out. And she was walking on it. Yeah, she was fine, I think she just tweaked it. Or she was just walking. It's just going to be sensitive for the next, like, two weeks for sure. And then... Yeah. For 10 weeks, swollen too, so. 10 weeks, 10 weeks, folks, but it you have to freak me out. Take like, like five shots for us because we have to deal with this for 10 weeks because we, she can't run around and play. She can't play. And we have to take her out on a leash every single time. And we can't like let her walk fast. Like, oh, yeah, she, she has, has to walk, walk slow. slow. And we have a little sling for her. So we're supposed to use that to like take her up and down stairs or like if she's jumping on and off something. But I just fucking pick her up. I'm not using that. I part. just lift her back up. But we have a sling. We're, we're doing it. So our limpy puppy is. And she's just so sad. She wants to play. But that right. is the news on her. She's. Uh, Sorry. That was a, a breakaway because we need to break. she just wants cuddles. Like she just wants to lay with me all day, every day. She shoves her fucking cone in my face and she just wants to be close. And I'm she like, I love you, loved. Fifi. But God damn. She thinks we're like getting rid of her. Or something. No, we fixed her. We spent $3,000 on her. Well, she doesn't know that. <laughs> she just thought that she just. I can't move. I can't jump. I can't play. She's pissed off with life right now. But she still wags her tail and is happy as fuck. So She's it doesn't so matter. Cute. All right. Read um, number three. Number trace. Uh, it's also believed that in addition to causing violent migraines and severe chest pains, the entity can even affect a person's dreams and predict. Predict. You just want to say dick again. <laughs> Tragedies. <laughs> Perdicts. Perdict. Tragedies. And then welcome to the news. Okay. Perdict. Uh, back in 2015, a video of Peggy hit YouTube, and it's been reported that over 80 people who watched it suffered chest pains, nausea, and crippling headaches. I understand crippling headaches. Okay. So the experiences over the last two year period include EVPs, so electronic voice phenomena. So if you're recording something and you hear voices, that's what EVP is. Uh, photographs of mysterious shadows and strange light anomalies. Unexplained number of deaths amongst animals. Fifi, I told you earlier, bitch, don't die. I was like, you better not. Um, EMF meter readings fluctuations in direct response to questioning. So EMF is electronic something something. Electronic vibrator? Sure. It's a little thing that has, like, if you ask a question and, like, it turns yellow. Like, my thing you bought me. 
don't know what it's called. I don't. I don't. Words. Okay. Uh, a, st- a string of independent witness testimonies. Chairs shaking during group seances. That's why you don't do seance. I want to do a seance. Insect infestation while filming. Incest? Insect. Physical scratches. Specific messages relayed to individuals through at, uh, autonomic writing. Automatic. Automatic writing. Okay. Words are hard. Shut up. I'm trying. Unexplained smells that appear and disappear quickly. You. Uh, night terrors. You. I'm a night. Oh, I am black, so. You blend into the shadows. Fuck yeah. And I terrify you. Uh, disembodied footsteps. Extreme changes in temperature. And continued reports of health concerns following viewing Peggy's images or videos. And that's like the list of shit. Okay, so where does she reside now, you may ask? Well, currently, Peggy resides in the Zach... Las Vegas. Yep. Uh, Resides in the Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. If you haven't already been there, go! That's what I put. I did not. It's cool. Uh, see Peggy. We did not see Peggy. I was like, yeah, no, we got to fly back home tomorrow. I think we were flying back the next day. I was yeah. Like, yeah, fuck that. So this is on his birthday, the day after our wedding. We I we had tickets to go see, and then we went with your brother, mm-hmm. and we were standing in line for forever, but it was worth it. And so this girl who was by herself was there, who... Les Punta. Yeah, she's a stripper. Yeah, she was a stripper. Not not judging her, but... Exotic dancer. But the way she... I don't want to say stuff to implicate your brother, but she was flirting with your brother hardcore. And it was not some... She was married. It was not something a married person should do. Well, she was also trying to get with that... Zach Baggins, too. Too, yeah. Because we met him there, too, which is awesome. Um, and so we went... To see Peggy, and we're standing in the hallway, and they're like, you can choose to see her or not see her. And since we were flying the next day, we are like, okay, maybe it's not a good idea to see her. Um, and so we stood out in the hall, and the girl that was with us, she, like, kind of globbed onto our group. And she was like, I, I don't want to go either. And then she said something, and then Peggy, on her little spirit box, called her a whore. Yeah, she, like, immediately, I think she's like, hi, Peggy, and she immediately said, hi, Peggy, bye, Peggy, and she's like, whore. Yeah, (laughs) just, like, immediately afterwards, I was like, definitely not going in there now. (laughs) Because the door was open, like, our other participants were walking through, like, our other group was walking through, and they were just, like, talking to her and asking her questions, but they, like, Peggy ignored all their questions to call this girl a whore after said... She Hello, did Peggy. not like this woman. Which I, I agree. Like I, after after what happened, I didn't like her either. Anyway, so Peggy stands in a dollhouse built purposely for her, where she can rest behind a glass enclosure. A spirit box is in the room that allows Peggy to answer those who ask it questions. So if you don't know what a spirit box is, it's one of those things that go shh, and then if you ask a question, the shh, like. It, sweeps radio waves and if you ask it a question it will answer through those radio waves Mm -hmm. it's supposed i want one super bad um so then tips for everyone ty you get to read number four you said tips for everyone tip tip for everyone tips for everyone Mm -hmm. just Just the tip tip. Mm -hmm. uh number four he added i've met many hunted dolls including robert the doll and harold the doll but none 
have ever affected me as bad as Peggy the doll. When we were filming with her this on is Pos- Possessions, flies manifested out of nowhere and swarmed me. And then I had a dark energy overcome me. I interviewed a woman who told me while crying she suffered a heart attack within seconds of looking at her. There was no, there was no doubting her. We also did a seance with Peggy and a well-known medium, and we heard a typewriter start typing by itself. That's hot. I love that. Okay, so that was Zach Baggins, and he was commenting about it, because I actually did watch Deadly Possessions, and I watched that episode with Peggy the Doll like a while back, and I loved it. It's amazing. Of course you did. Um, and he... He's t- he does not like dolls. He yes, he has a lot of dolls, haunted dolls in his museum, but he he himself does not like dolls. So him acquiring Peggy the doll, he was scared to enter the room initially in the in the show. So in Deadly Possessions, in the show he's like, "Oh god, I just don't I don't want to go. I don't like whether he was acting or not. Like it it's a presence." Yeah. That's a good word for it. It's a presence. And so when he said he didn't want to do that, I totally agree. Like, we didn't want to do it. It, it, It's one of those things, like, either you get in your head about it and you think too much about it and whatever. But we were, like, we're flying on Spirit, which is not the best airline. No. And we were, like, we don't want to jinx our flight back. So We don't want to jinx it more than what's already. Yeah, right. Okay. So, featured on Deadly Possessions, an episode of Baggins series, Peggy is not for the faint of heart. It's said to be affected, uh, it's said you can be affected by Peggy by just looking at her, in person or in photos, as a result of your disclaimer was aired before the show. It definitely was. It says, hey, don't look at her if you don't want to. Viewer discretion. I closed my eyes. I closed my eyes until they told me not to. It was crazy. Oh, they say that? Yeah, because she, w- she had a hood over her head when they, the girl brought her in. That's evil. No, no, no. Just because you're not supposed to look into her eyes. It, it, it was a thing. Anyway, I don't know if it was to, like, pump up the... Imagine, like, there's, like, a mirror in there and you're holding her over here. And, like, the way the mirror is, like, it can't face you. Or, like, she can't see you. But then, like... You can lean over some, and then, like, you can see her looking fucking right at you. Oh, that's terrifying. She would have to, like, turn her eyes, like, a certain way, you know what I mean? Instead of staring straight. That would be fucking terrifying. What happens if she looked at herself in the mirror and her own eyes? Would she destroy herself? Like, if you put her in front of the mirror and she looks at herself in her own eyes. No, because it's her. Okay. I don't know. That was a thought. That was a thought? But was it, though? You know what? What was that? <laughs> it's hot in here and I'm sweaty. Because you're wearing a hoodie. I have no bra on. That Whose fault is that? Oh my God. Talking about bras. Um, so I measured myself before I was smaller and now I'm bigger and I don't understand. There you go, people. Jack off to that you're shit. Pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm actively not pregnant right now. Actively not, not pregnant. pregnant right now. What? <laughs> I'm on my period, bitch. You know. Oh, I was. I'm not actively not pregnant right now. Did not get that reference. Sorry, folks. Sorry, you know too much about me right now. 
I mean, every woman, well, I wouldn't, yeah, every woman gets a period, so. Until they get to a certain age and then well, they have menopause, yeah. but whatever. All right, so the doll now has her own room with a few other dolls that keep her company. Every 15 minutes or so, a tour group will invade her space at the Wagner Mansion on East Charleston in Las Vegas, Nevada, otherwise known as the Haunted Mansion, where Baggins keeps the majority of his cursed objects along with the antique furniture. Very true, very antique. And a multitude of film memorabilia and items from well-documented criminal cases. I loved all the criminal cases. Well-documented. So, uh, what is it? Uh, Dr. Death in his van. He had he had the basement for the the house with a thousand demons. We we saw all of it, babe. Well, I know we did, but all right. It's terrifying house with a thousand demons. That's a okay. lot of fucking demons. So we're gonna move on to testimonials because these are specific things people said when they met her and met or did not meet her or saw her in a picture. So, I was very skeptical of this claim until the doll caused very terrifying activity during our filming, including manifestation of flies, camera problems, negative mental effects on me, poltergeist activity, said Baggins. So, this is Zach Baggins. Uh, Peggy the doll will be displayed at the Haunted Museum, but releases releases will have to be signed should visitors see, want to see her. So, like releases, he said... Releases, we had to sign releases just in case we died. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I think it's more so hype, more just to make you more fearful. But it definitely scared me because I do have issues. And I'm like, fuck, if I walk into this, I don't want to die from, like, looking at cool stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, didn't. But, so I, like, grabbed onto you and I'm like, if I pass out, just, like, pick me up. I was not <laughs> taking that chance at all. All right, so you have to read number five. Number 20? Sure. You don't have number 20. Uh, one woman who wished to remain anonymous even suffered an alleged heart attack after watching a video of Jane and Peggy in a car together on March 16th. That's it? Yeah. Okay. You said just read five. See, I don't know how long yours are because I do We're this all before. Short. I know. You don't have a lot to say. All right. So one lady said that when she opened a f- photograph of Peggy, her computer froze on the picture and the room went cold. Oh, fuck that. She then said she felt someone in the room with her and could hear them moving around. Upon hearing this, Jane took Peggy down to an isolation area and requested that she cease her tormenting. Apparently, everything returned to normal. I would hide underneath the desk. Like, that's where they're going to protect anyone. Well, that's what they do in the movies. That's what they do in tornadoes. And in the movies. Uh, do you remember, like, tornado training back? Oh, no, not in Texas. Like in Wisconsin, we had tornado training and I was in elementary school and they would do tornado drills and you'd line up and then you'd go out in the hall and then you would crouch down and put your hands over your head and crouch on the side and hope you didn't die. And where? In the hallway? In the hallway. Because our, our elementary oh, schools our that. elementary schools were very long and then the rooms would face out and they had windows. So you don't want to be in yeah, a room with windows. windows. So the hallways didn't have windows. So we would go in the hall and then you would crouch down under the chairs under your like backpack and jackets. That's terrible though. If a hurricane or hurricane, if a tornado went through like your school and y'all were in the hallway just laying there, it would suck every single one of you up. Maybe, maybe not because like the windows were on the outside, not on the inside. So the only windows that you what, would it see. can't rip the roof off? 
could. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm just saying that's... I don't know it's why like we I'm brought that up. through okay. the window. All right. One lady said that when she opened a, pho- a photograph... Uh, I read that. Another lady an- yesterday said... Yesterday. Superfluous yesterday. Um, said she had been expecting light bulbs blowing and a presence... Wait. She experienced light bulbs blowing and... A presence in her home after she had been speaking about Peggy. So she just brought up the subject of Peggy the doll mm-hmm. and her light bulbs like blew out. If that light bulb went out right now, I would freak out. Uh, with Peggy, it's not only while people are looking at her or watching her. It seems to be afterwards, too. So after you go see her, it, she lingers and brings the presence on. So you get to read number six. Number 21. Sure. Uh, always, always, always say hello and goodbye to Peggy. Be respectful and do not make fun of her. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. That's what I said. So always, always, always say hello and goodbye. Even if I think about her, I say hello, Peggy. Goodbye, Peggy. I do think about her randomly. Usually when I get on a plane, which is stupid. I don't at all. (laughs) And so I say, hello, Peggy. Goodbye, Peggy. I respect that bitch. Is that your, is that like your prayer before you get on a plane? It definitely is. Jesus. Haven't crashed yet. Mm, All right. (laughs) A recent video from inside the museum. Thank you. A recent video from inside the museum shows a woman on a tour as she tries to enter the room, but she stopped dead in her tracks. She states she felt something push her in her chest and it caused such a force she felt it through her entire body. Which is weird because she went to go see Peggy the doll, but it like pushed her out. Pushed her out to not go see her? Yeah. That was probably not Peggy. That's probably like an angel or something. (laughs) Don't do this, bitch. Don't do this. Don't do it. You're going to regret it. All right. Number seven for you. Number 23. Two of them caught on camera. One appears to show a visitor overcome by an evil spirit. That's wifey. Uh, As he was walking, he turned and stared at one of the clowns right in the eyes. And my performer, my clown, thought this man was going to try to kill her, says Baggins. What? I don't understand that. As he was walking, he turned and stared at one of my clowns. Oh, I didn't, the clown thought. I didn't say my clowns. I said the clowns or something. Uh, my clowns right in the eyes and my performer. The clown. My performer, my clown. Oh, there needs to be fucking commas. That's what's confusing. I just copy and paste, bitch. Just uh, go. That this man was going to try to kill her, said Baggins. So the clown was going to try to kill no, her? No, the, the clown thought the girl, the woman, was going to kill him. Them. They. The clown, so the clown is an actual person, right? So the clown is an actor, performer, and so the clown, like the woman looked him in the eyes, and he felt like the woman was going to kill him. Mm, I gotcha, I gotcha. That's terrifying. Um, Another video clip shows a woman faint moments after she's touched, sorry, I've got the burpees. She's touched by a mysterious flying light. So that's an entity. Ugh. Orbs. Okay. I went to the museum about four years ago. Eh, yeah. That's us. 
We went, oh, but that's not, this is not us. I was like, what do you mean? Walking into Peggy's room, it felt like my heart was going to explode. I'm not one who gets anxiety or panic attacks, but if I had to guess, that's what it was. Being there in her room, I was shaking and I felt like my chest was going to explode. I wouldn't even look at her in the eyes and I won't do it if I see her on TV and it makes me insanely uncomfortable. Number eight. 24. I like how you keep on going, actually, chronologically. I'm very impressed. You're welcome. Uh, one person said, during a nighttime investigation, Peggy's room was uncomfortable. <laughs> I always say uncomfortable like that. Uncomfortable. I know. Don't judge, Mr. I'm not judging. With your long tongue. First time in... First time I met Peggy, she whistled at my husband. Hey. Uh, he he noped out of her room pretty quick, and I told her bye for both of us. When we entered her room on the midnight tour, we greeted her, and our equipment went a little crazy. We all heard her on the voice recorder tell us she hates the rosary in her room. Then... They then remodeled her room, too, and she hates the new layout. Uh, oh, oh, that sucks. Well, I mean, yeah. If you're going to, like, if you're going to possess something, you're going to make it interesting and whistle at people. Like, I would do it. I don't know how to whistle, so. You can't whistle, which is hilarious. I can't. You have a baby tongue, you can't whistle. What, That's probably like, why I can't whistle. It, it has nothing to do with it your tongue. It has everything to do with your tongue. Wow. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Okay. So we're going to move on to a personal encounter with Peggy. And this was from the... Oh, fuck. Secure... The net by D.D. Mason. So we're going to say D... We're going to go back and forth. You're going to be Peggy the doll. I'm going to be D. Mm-hmm. All right. So, D. Peggy was looking right at me, inspecting me at the very powerful entity. Inspect in respect of the very. You cannot talk. In respect of the very powerful entity that uses it all as a vessel, I lowered my gaze and said, "Hi, Peggy. A spirit box has been placed in front of the display. Number nine. Hi, D." Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that. Then that's perfect. Okay. Uh, D. I had not said my name and was slightly surprised, but laughed a little because a few years ago I had a brief encounter with Peggy and whatever resides in that doll had done me a favor and now was my chance to say thank you. Peggy, do you remember a few years? This is her saying. Peggy, do you remember a few years ago I had that migraine, that three-day migraine attack, and when I gazed upon your photo, you instantly took my headache away, even though you normally give people headaches or nosebleeds. Number 10. I remember. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's hot, but okay. Uh, D, well, Peg, I don't think you can call her that. I'm here today to say thank you for doing that for me, even though we had not met and had become friends, I replied. Number 11. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) On my way out of the room, I said, bye, Peggy, sweetie. Number 12. Bye-bye, D. See you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> yes, it was true. I was visiting the museum again the following day, but had told no one. Upon my return on Sunday, I walked straight to her display and she welcomed me, noting that I was a friend of Zach and she knew me well. I was later told that Peggy knows all. Obviously. So she's probably talking to the woman side of Peggy. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. But they, Peggy knows all. All right. So we're going to do one final story. And I found this on Reddit because I thought it was interesting. And I, th- you're done, right? Fuck yeah. Okay, great. All right. So this is a story that I found. Uh, it's called, I fucked with Peggy the doll and now I think I'm paying the price. And it was found on Reddit. All right. So I recently visited Zach Baggins' attraction in Las Vegas. It's basically a real-life haunted house with demonic-possessed things in it. Again, I copied and pasted from Reddit. So if there's mistakes, not on me. This is like a joke to me. I've never been one to believe all the BS, all that BS. I went there attempting to fuck with every demon that was there. Why would you, you dumbass. do that? Okay. <sighs> Why are people so dumb? Oh, you're going to get more frustrated with them, so it's fine. Excuse me. I burped. Okay. I went inside the haunted doll attraction with my VIP pass and talked as much shit to the dolls as I could, staring them all directly in the eyes. I went in the basement and tried to communicate with the spirits de- spirit box down there. I touched the devil's rocking chair, which you're not supposed to do, uh, when I, was, well, I wasn't supposed to. Nothing happened to my back, fortunately. I even looked Peggy the doll in the eyes without saying hi or whatever I was supposed to do and played peekaboo with her and then left without saying goodbye. Dumbass. Now, dun, dun, dun. They deserve everything coming to them. It is October, and up until this point, nothing strange in my life has really happened. Now, randomly, I had my first case of sleep paralysis earlier this month. I woke up and couldn't move and saw a large black figure, you, (laughs) 100% me, (laughs) staring at me from the middle of the room. You. I tried to yell, but couldn't. I didn't think much of it because I heard about sleep paralysis and how it's just like your brain being asleep, but your body being awake or something. I didn't even hear anything. Would be the other way around? No, you're. Because your body can't move, but you're, but you're awake. Like you can I think see. it's your, he I has it backwards. Yeah, I think he has a backwards. I think it's the body's asleep, but the brain is awake. Body is asleep, your brain's awake. Yeah, that's... He had it backwards. He had it backwards. You're right. You're very right. Okay, I didn't even hear anything weird. In fact, everything was silent. It didn't freak me out for like a day still, though. The second time I had sleep paralysis was yesterday. This one freaked me out a little, like crazy. I had it four times in one night. That's fun. <laughs> right? Each time I woke up and saw a black hole above me in my room melting. I also saw a blanket on me that was not there in real life. I tried to move the blanket, but couldn't, uh, but could tell that I was unable to. Then these black hands moved the blanket for me. That's me again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're just helping him out. Just helping. You know. Suddenly, the black hole collapsed in on me as I heard the yelling sound, heard like yelling sounds, and I passed out. I don't know how to describe this, but I guess I was waking up in 
side of the sleep paralysis state and then passing out in a deeper sleep in the cycle like four times. So he woke up, passed out, woke up, passed out because of this shit. I actually don't know if it was Peggy the doll messing with me, but these are getting worse. And I saw the doll in one of my my regular dreams the other night. It was basically about me and a friend selling chocolate kind of like the one Spongebob episode and someone opening our chocolate bar and it was an image of Peggy the doll on the chocolate. Kind of strange. That's when you should say, hi, Peggy. Bye, Peggy. Just, yeah, say, sorry, I'm a dick. Sorry, I'm an idiot and an asshole and I pissed y'all all off. Please forgive me. See, the thing is, I don't like people who go in expecting to be disrespectful i'm glad we didn't have anybody like that on our on our because they don't believe it so they're like trying but how they're trying to like you can't explain everything in life so why wouldn't you believe it because there's people out there that don't believe in demons and ghosts and how higher ups and shit like that so i will like prove themselves wrong and i think this person found out you know real quick luckily it wasn't anything like like death related death related but pain. even uh so one of my favorite podcasts um it's called and that's why we drink uh they did an episode m did an episode on peggy the doll and upon listening apparently one of the women or a woman who was listening excuse me i'm sorry i'm burping um a woman who was listening got in a car accident like, and apparently other people felt nausea listening to this. So if you feel nausea, let us know. That'd be interesting. I would read that on our next We're Not That'd Qualified. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be dope. I would feel That'd bad. Be but Because that means her presence is legit, which already her presence is her. But That's why I didn't want to go see her, because I believe It's just like, stuff. respect the shit. Even if you don't believe in it, respect it. Just fucking respect it. Because if not... You're going to find out the hard way. It's going to come Might after Might not happen you. like a day or two or like I think that a person month was like later. a month or... And my paper's on the floor. Oh, that was Peggy. That was me. That wasn't Peggy. That, I'm just clumsy. And then Arrow looks at them and he's, he's like, like, what the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> like, Take a shot. All right. So that is our episode. So we covered the platform and Peggy the doll. No, that is not. Because you're supposed to say what? I have no idea. We're, we have to do your movie and my You're supposed topic to say it. what? Thank you. No. I'm so confused. We just talked about it like over and over and over again. Oh, hi, Peggy. Goodbye, Peggy. Thank you. Jesus. Hi, Peggy. Hi, Go- Peggy. Goodbye, Peggy. Thank you, Now girl. we can continue. All right. So that's our episode. Um, Ty gets the movie. I get the topic. What's your movie, babe? Children. Um, Twista. Twista. I know it's a very old movie, but they're making a remake. But you can watch it pretty much on anything. So Redbox, Amazon Prime, uh, HBO Max, all the fun places. Then our our puppy Arrow is very precious. He is so cute. You are very cute. Um, He knows. He's like, thank you. (laughs) If he flips his hair. If he could flip his hair, he would. Look, and he's just staring at you. I love you. Oh my god, he looked away. That dick. No, he's okay. Stretching. All right. So the topic that we're gonna do is the Jameson family disappearance. Oh, another disappearance one? Oh no, the last one was the Donner party. Mm-hmm. That was a while ago. It was not that long ago. That was like 
three, maybe four episodes ago. But I wanted to do a disappearance because the disappearances are very interesting. And the Jameson family is actually in Oklahoma. So, fuck yeah, let's do a hometown murder. Ooh, you know what I'm going to do? I mean, it's what kind of like racist-y, but it's that shit that happened in Oklahoma here that I didn't even know about. And I've been, we've been I know it. you're, we're not well versed on our history. Yeah, so it's, it's a history lesson topic that I'm going to do, but it, it is a little race. I wouldn't say a little. It's, it's a like lot. Juneteenth. It's for Juneteenth, right? I don't know what it's for, but okay. basically it's like the, the, like the, how you say it? It's like the shopping center that this like black community had, and it was like just completely demolished and everything. All right. Well, that's that's your topic. My like job, f- my topic will be depressed later. We yeah, don't need to no, be depressed. That's going to be one of my topics at some point. Uh, Jameson family disappearance. So we're going to do that one, um, and then we're, watch the movie Twister. No, arrow. Go. Arrows go, here. Go, take a shot. Go, go, I'm yeah. glad we can round it out with a shot. Um, so. Obviously, we are doing videos, so if you are interested and want to see our gorgeous faces, what Ty is doing right now, I'm not going to explain it because you need to pay. Um, (laughs) Pay for us, bitches. Uh, Definitely go on to Patreon. It is on our website, so infothenightpodcast.com. I got, like, really... Shut up. Infothenightpodcast.com. You can go in there and go to our Patreon page. Also... We're Not Qualified is coming up again. So any stories, anything that you have, please send it in and we can read it on air. So night 69 at gmail.com. Send it there or go to our website again at InForTheNightPodcast.com and definitely go to the contact, sen- contact section and you can email us there. But Lur, Sweet Pea, what else can you find on our website? Our doggos. Like yes, arrow here. puppies, cute puppy pictures, so cute. but what else? Hey, bud. And you can Sorry, s- I'm getting kisses. Um, Patreon and merch. I love how you were so excited about that. All right, so Patreon and merch. So merchandise is very cute. Definitely buy fucking shit. Um, that's it. I hope we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And it, oh, before we exit. Make sure if y'all listening to this, you say, hi, Peggy, goodbye, Peggy. Oh, 100%. Yeah, do and that. And until next time, peeps, peace out.